0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right,
1: Friday morning. What's up, Al? How are you? Oh, it's Friday. Hello. It is Friday. We got some spring training games
2: today. You're a huge baseball fan, so you're going to be locked in today, right? Big uh, spring training guy. I'm actually, you know, a lot of the Mets fans, they were disappointed in this Jay Bruce last year, Jerry, as I was.
1: Right, and you did songs like, Jay Bruce, Jay Bruce, Jay Bruce
2: is on fire. But I didn't like the idea earlier where they were, like, thinking of getting rid of him, Mm -hmm. because I had a feeling, like, he had a really great half season before he went to the Mets. He's
1: had a very good career.
2: And a very good career. So he probably just had an off couple of months with the Mets, and the, my thinking was if the Mets traded him to another team, he'd probably dominate, and then we'd be like, why did we get rid of Jay Bruce? But I see uh, in an interview with uh, Jay Bruce where he says he's not using this as an excuse, and then he goes on to use it as an excuse. <laughs> it's a reason. It's, not it's an a excuse. reason. Yes. Exactly. It's a reason, not an excuse. That all last year when he came to the Mets midseason, he was living out of hotels. Makes sense. And he would... Uh, check out of his hotel before going on each road trip. And thus, coming back from every road trip, he was checking into a new hotel. And he felt that that threw off his routine. Well, there is no routine. Right, and I'm a routine guy, Jerry. You oh, know that. You're a routine guy. <laughs> As Eddie says, uh, that classic of book about somebody moved my cheese. Yes. Like, I am not a guy who wants his cheese moved.
1: How about your cheese getting moved every week and a half? I would not be able to do that. Think about that. You're living out of a suitcase, which is bad enough. And a lot of guys, I do think, live out of hotels when their family is wherever, maybe out of country or out of state. So that makes sense. But having to move, and I guess that's because he didn't want to spend the money on nights he's not around. Okay, fair enough, but my God, you're living out of a suitcase. It's in and out of every hotel. You're in and out of hotels on the road. I could see where there's no routine and there's no there's no comfort.
2: I mean, just trying to connect the, on the hotel Wi-Fi is the pain in the neck, and then you finally get it down pat to that hotel. Now you're moving on to another. hotel. Is that really
1: where you're going with us? The Wi-Fi? I
2: can never get on hotel. It's not that. Difficult. I can never get on hotel Wi-Fi. Why? I don't know. It Just spin like you know the it spinning just, thing. No, it,
1: first of all, and don't then it be wants cheap, all your credentials. First of all, don't be a cheapskate and actually ten dollars do the day. upgraded Wi-Fi instead of spending the nine ninety nine a day. You spend the $14.99. Ninety nine a day, and you get the more. What do they call them? More megs, more megs, whatever the hell it is. The big megs guy, and it actually works very good because very few people spend the extra money,
2: like Hmm. you. But I'm also worried now because Jay Bruce still doesn't really feel like he's still fully. Committed to the Mets. Well, no. So is he still in a hotel? He's only
1: got a one-year deal, and if I read it correctly, he was going to get a place or at least an apartment. What I was unclear on was his wife and um, he's got an infant. He's got an infant. Uh, Are they coming to New York with him? I kind of read it that they were, but I wasn't sure, but he did say he's going to get an apartment.
2: Okay. I kind of read it like as soon as I know I'm going to be here for a solid amount of time, then we'll get out of these... uh, Hotels. Well, he better
1: have a better year than he had a better half year than yes, last year. Yes, he will because that was not great.
2: I'm very excited for Jay Bruce of this year. Of course, you are. Sure, he's on fire not until he
1: goes 0 for four with three strikeouts opening day. He stinks.
2: Then he stinks. Right, exactly. Jerry is very excited to see uh SI swimsuit cover model Kate Upton. Sure, in the news, uh she dates. Are they fiancés? Yes, they are engaged to be married. Correct. Do you refer to both person as they fiance? I think or is so. Is that a, a term for a woman? No, I think so. Why not? So, he, Justin Berlander. Well, let me ask you
1: this: If you got engaged, would your girlfriend not refer to you as her fiance? My fiance. Right, boy. You say that weird. Well, kind of like Seinfeld the way you say reference. milk. You call it milk, milk, milk. <laughs> it's like you and Craig with Dylan and Dylan Batansa. Yes, milk, those milk. are New Jersey accents. <laughs> no, or whatever. Uh, here she was. Oh, this is the Andy Cohen show on
2: Bravo, I believe. Andy Cohen Live, and I the think. way,
1: yeah, and the way it. She didn't just offer this. There was a caller that called in. That was asking what their routine is. And it's, that's...
2: A, it's a TV show that takes phone calls? Yeah.
1: They take phone calls from the viewers exactly mm-hmm. and she did reveal this
3: there's no sex before a game no. absolutely none no
1: and then she also added
3: and then also what I've just found out is if he plays too well there's no sex after either why
0: is that because he's tired yeah or? he's
3: exhausted wow yeah
1: and then she uh, said this kind of don't work for me so just kill, he, kill just, for me just, like, <laughs> just kill him a little bit further
3: like <laughs> exactly. Go to sleep, baby.
1: I think that's Ricky Martin. That was also a guest on the show sitting next to her. So, boy, this... It was a Ricky Martin a party.
2: slash Kate Upton <laughs> guest spot. Yeah,
1: exactly. And remember what she did when... What was it? He didn't win the Cy Young or the MVP. He didn't win something. And she Cy had Young, that wonderful tweet that we don't have to rehash, but if you... Don't remember it. Just Google it and you'll find it. And she was asked about that as well. Uh, they asked, was he upset with the tweet that you sent out? And she goes, well, he was taking aback back a bit, but I made sure I got the tweet out before I knew he'd be on social media so he wouldn't tell me not to write it. So,
2: Yeah, she was firing off tweets angry that he wasn't even considered by someone. Correct. So would your girlfriend do that for you and support Which you Which part? Like that? Fire off a tweet? All of it. All righty. I'm going to go, yeah, on that one, yeah, My well, fiancé. So. But hit that one more time, Eddie. My fiancé. <laughs> Who talks that's like a, that? <laughs> I, I believe I was doing a Seinfeld reference there. I don't think you were. Is that when you called
1: milk, milk? Is no, that's no, a Seinfeld That's, thing? A that's just the way you talk. One other thing on baseball, because I think this would be kind of cool for all of us. Have you heard of these escape room places? Yes. So the St. Louis Cardinals did this as a team bonding. You know how like, teams will go bowling? I think Joe Girardi was big on the bowling with the Yankees a couple of years ago. So the Cardinals load everybody on the buses. They don't tell them where they're going and the bus takes them to the escape room, and they had one hour to get out, and they actually did it quite well. How did, How would that go with the five of us, and who would be the leader, and who would jump ship quicker?
2: Well, I would say that I'm actually shocked that Boomer hasn't thought to do this with us because right. he loves the team bonding situation. And these are kind of cool, these places. Uh, he would be in the, the room screaming at all of us to get <laughs> this us This way! Yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> I would jump ship immediately and just bail. You would, So you'd want...
1: The escape room, like, you'd want out. After I 10 minutes, out. get me out of here. I'm yeah. claustrophobic. This yes. sucks. Everything sucks, and this event sucks.
2: To me, escape room is just like going to a haunted house, but no ghosts. It's just a big maze. Is it a maze or you got to, like, solve problems well, to get out of a room? There are,
1: I believe there are two different kinds. I've seen one in Florida where it's kind of a maze setup, and then the other one's where you got to put clues together and solve problems to find your way out. In the end, it's still a big maze because you got to – know which door to go through. But yeah, I thought it would be kind of... I figured Eddie would be the leader of the bunch in this because he's like Magellan.
2: Yeah, he'd be logistically trying to figure out how you escape the room.
1: What I don't know is if it's timed or not. Do you have 60 minutes? It's time. It is time, so it's not... You're in there until you can find your way out. They come get you if you're too stupid to I figure it out. I think they
2: can talk over the loudspeaker, and they're like, uh, idiot, look in the corner. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> right, I exactly. think that thing. Jerry, are you, are you familiar with former Jet Scott Merceau? You know, I saw this story. Or I'm Mercero. not. I, I, I do not
1: remember this player. I really no, don't. Evidently,
2: he was the guy that collided with Dennis Bird. Is that true? Yes, that's what I was reading in one of these articles. I didn't
1: think that was him. Okay, fair yeah. enough.
2: Well, anyway, he was arrested in a Florida, of course, of all places. What did he do? He uh, punched a 15-year-old boy. See, that's not good. Well. Was he prompted to? He feels that the 15-year-old boy egged his house. Which one well, you I didn't still can't punch. Them. I didn't think we were egging houses still, especially <laughs> not on mischief. This is not mischief. Night. I haven't seen this in a long time. Egging houses, egging houses, and apparently he he felt that this fifteen that he knew the fifteen year old boy who egged his house, so he went over to his house and punched him. And that's, gonna uh,
1: end up, that's jail time.
2: That's it. Well, also this is a this. It's a bad look to punch a 15-year-old, but if you feel like he egged your house... No, no,
4: no,
1: no, no. I feel a lot more confident about Darrell Revis and his buddy punching out those two idiots the other night than this. This is a 15-year-old. As bad as it is, you can't go to their house
2: and punch him out. Also, bad look for him when the cops arrived, because cops will show up yes, if you punch 15-year-olds. of course. Uh, they say he was uh, smelled of alcohol. Oh, that's even worse. And was, had, had been drinking, evidently. So he
1: will end up in jail. Or no. at least will for a night, I would think, on no. assault.
2: right? Why would this kid egg his house, though, I wonder? I don't I
1: don't know the answer to that. Oh. Since I didn't see the story until you just brought it to my attention. I have <laughs> oh, it's everywhere, no Jerry. Idea. It's, it's going everywhere. viral. Oh, it's viral. <laughs> Please stop it. You're funny. And then I know you got one other one on Jameis Winston, which I saw briefly yesterday, and I'm a little confused as to... Go ahead, tell the story. So he was
2: uh, speaking to uh, Tampa Area Elementary School. Right. And he was just talking about that he wanted the boys to be strong... Uh, and uh, motivated and he said uh, the ladies they're supposed to be silent polite and gentle and some people felt that he was sending the wrong message to the girls sure to stay silent and be meek
1: see i i read one story where i guess they were getting on him for saying boys stand up girls sit down and i thought that was for him to just speak to them for the moment that was and they were taking that quote and running with that but what you're telling me makes it sound a little worse
2: yeah now this guy has a very questionable He's pass. Got a
1: checkered pass.
2: Matter of fact, remember there was the crab legs, right? Well, and that's the least of his problems. Stealing well, crab legs. and then legs. he was making
1: references about crab legs at the end of the season with a smile. So, yeah, probably not the but smartest like, thing to say.
2: Like if Jameis Winston was coming to talk to your kid's school, and you were like, "Let me Google, let me Wikipedia Jameis Winston." Oh, I, I know, I know. Big assault charge. And Rape, settlement,
1: right? Rape allegations in uh, Florida State. And by the way, did you see that the former NFL player that got the high school job uh, at a? It was this, it was a school where you had to be a born again Christian, I guess. He got the job as head coach, and then they let him go because they found a photo in his past where he was holding an alcoholic drink. Like he got wrong. the job, and then he was fired for doing nothing wrong. Very bizarre. I thought you were going to tell me he punched a uh, high school kid. No, he didn't do that. We'll take a quick break. Boomer and Carton coming up on The Fan. It's the Boomer and Carton Warm-Up Show. With Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAA. Right, a couple more minutes till we get to Boomer and Carton. The NBA trade deadline was yesterday at 3 o'clock, a big fat zero for the Knicks, who did nothing. Then they lost to the Cavaliers, 119, 104. Nets did make some moves. They'll be in Denver tonight. The Rangers won. The Islanders won again. Pretty darn good. I mentioned the NBA. I want to play a clip for you. Uh, the Warriors, who I think are must see TV, uh, are a blast. They played the Clippers last night at Golden State. They scored 50 points in the third quarter. But beyond that, Listen to Marv Albert. This guy is gonna be seventy-six years old in a couple of months. And just tell me how good is this clip? Here's
5: Curry
4: from way down to... Yes! And the... oh!
1: I think it's awesome. That's on TNT, and that's just one of many of his calls. The guy is like ageless. Sometimes Yes.
2: It, sometimes it sounds like guys doing impressions of Marv Albert.
1: I he is what you know, he's the guy. I mean, you wanna be Marv Albert. And yes, when Boomer does yes. yes. And the foul. I think. Yes! I think that is spectacular. I'll give you one other one. This was you even saw this one. That's this right. This was Jerry. at the end I of the third stuff. quarter. Final seconds of the third current Putting on moves against
4: Crawford. One second left. He fires up.
1: Well, it might be, but it's the Warriors, and it was pretty awesome. So I thought it was pretty cool. 76 years old, and he still got his fastball. So good for Marv. And
2: Boomer still works with Marv sometimes.
5: Better look out. He may come take no you, John. No, I, I don't football. with Marv
2: anymore. Oh, but that's
4: Kevin oh, Harlow. That's, that's
2: oh, that's a different guy. That's a different guy. Back. Back. I want I want you to listening you tomorrow and Sunday yes. at
4: 1255 as the, the Bronx Bombers face the Phillies
1: and Blue Jays this weekend.
5: Six o'clock. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer, and Craig Carton.
2: Flashback. It's Friday. Holla! Tom Izzo here for another installment of the Boomer and
5: Carton Show, Flashback Friday. For today's flashback, Craig and Boomer take a call from Craig's parents, Mr. and Mrs. Carton. After Craig blames his parents for not having any young ladies at his bar mitzvah, Craig's parents decide to call in and shed some light on what really happened. In this clip, the guys also talk about Craig's second chance at a bar mitzvah. Only this time, the guest list would consist of a star studded lineup of A list celebrities and hopefully some ladies. And of course, Craig's father gives us a drop that will live in infamy. You are ugly. So we take you back to Craig's re bar mitzvah, April 15th, 2010. Yeah, who's on the line? My dad or my mom? mom. My mom? Hey, Ma, you're on the radio. How you
3: doing? I'm good. Good morning. How are you? Good morning, Mrs. Carton. How are
4: you? Terrific. How are you? Great. We're going down memory lane with Craig once again. Just real
5: quick, I was wondering, why did you force photography on me when I was a child?
3: Well, we didn't force it. We Uh, gave you a couple of options. What were my options? Well, I don't remember what they all were uh-huh. but you chose photography. We thought you'd get yourself involved with something and be interesting and be a good learning experience because at that point you really didn't have any hobbies. And Craig, needed
4: and needed hobbies because obviously if he didn't have hobbies he was in trouble, is that right?
3: Uh, yes, we wanted to keep him as busy and occupied as we could. Hey mine, you like
4: know it. how many chickens got choked
3: in
5: that dark room?
3: Chickens?
4: <laughs> he loved chickens. What has that
3: got to do with chicken in a dark room? Uh, I'll explain to you.
4: We'll have to Maybe. talk to you about that oh, a little bit yeah. later. I just want to ask you a little bit. I had a, we had an idea here this morning, Mrs. Carton. I wonder if you'd be uh, supportive of this. Go ahead. Um, we want to revisit Craigie's um, bar mitzvah. He has had a hard time getting over the lack that there were, or, or I should say that there were no women at his uh, bar Mitzvah, and we want to do it again, and we're thinking about you know bringing like Jerry Seinfeld, and right. all of our buddies, Ralph Macchio, Joe yeah. Piscopo. Everybody wants to come and re- revisit. Craigie's past and redo his bar mitzvah? Yeah, do you want to come to my re-bar mitzvah, Mom, if I, I do it or no?
3: In a, in a millisecond. I think that would be fun, but let's clear something up.
4: What?
5: The
3: only reason you didn't have girls at your bar mitzvah... You wouldn't let me bring girls. Because you only had one friend who was a girl, and you were too embarrassed to invite her. Incorrect.
4: First off. Really? <laughs> is that right? You only had one friend? So she, no, said, no. you
3: I'm only having my guy friends to the bar mitzvah. And we encouraged him to invite his class or many kids
5: as you wanted. You are, I mean, you're oh, senile.
4: finally the truth no, comes no, out. No, you no, must, you
5: must be senile. <laughs> well, I no. will never forget the moment I was in the uh, your little office room with all the encyclopedia Britannicas on the wall, <laughs> and you and Dad, Dad specifically goes to me, uh, I see the list of friends you want to invite, I've never seen any of those girls over at the house. And I go, they've never been to the house, right? He goes, well, if they haven't been to the house, they're not coming to the bar mitzvah. And you guys dictated that I couldn't have any broads at my really bar mitzvah. think
3: That we would tell you not to invite. any You were yes.
4: I know. I believe your There's mother. Like I don't believe dobles.
3: you. No, no, you were embarrassed about your lack of female friends. That's, I'm done There with you, you go.
4: Thank you. Very well said, Mrs. Carter. You know so, what? so you would be supportive of this re-bar mitzvah, right? Oh
3: sure, I'll come. Do I have to bring a present?
5: No, you got to
4: pay for the bar mitzvah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll pay for the
5: bar mitzvah. That's nice. All right. Listen, the least I could do for you, mom. Yes. We'll deal with this at a later juncture in life.
3: Okay, but let's keep it straight.
5: Yeah, yeah, let's. Let's. Let's stop lying to make yourself look better once on again, the radio. Once
4: again, the parents come through. They sound like they're very nice parents. They try hey, to do things ask, with you. They try oh, yeah. to give you opportunities when you were a kid, keep you Every out of 12, trouble. Yeah.
5: And then you did not want to invite girls to your bar mitzvah. By the way, a mm. hey, um, Mom, let me ask you a question. Yes? If Dad cheated on you yeah. with as many women as Tiger cheated on his wife with, right? yes. Is there anything he could ever do for you to take him
3: back? No. Gone. Zip. Away. That day, right? Forever.
5: Yeah. Now, would you bang one of his friends to get back at him or no? No. You would not?
3: That's uh, immature.
5: Only Kim would do that. Ah, oh, that was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> who asked you to who asked you to come on the radio? Hey,
3: look who woke up. All
5: right, I'm done with both. did of you have you. any girls because you were ugly. Good. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Goodbye. I love Mr. C. That's great. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, I love your parents, man. They are so cool. Boomer and Carton show producer Al Dukes.
2: I have met Craig's parents on a number of occasions and they are very lovely people. I see them at the softball games every year. I've been to dinner with them a few times. They've come to Atlantic City when we've done the show from Borgata. And each time I think, boy, what lovely people. Uh, what could Craig possibly be talking about having a terrible childhood? They seem lovely right now. I tend to believe Craig's mom in this situation in that he probably only had one friend who was a female and he probably did feel awkward about inviting her to a party full of 13-year-old dudes or whenever bar mitzvahs or bat mitzvahs are. So I tend to believe her since she was also an adult at the time and her memory was probably true, whereas Craig was a 13-year-old boy or whatever age it is when you have those things, and he probably is remembering it differently, like he had all of these women or girls, teenage girls interested in him, when the reality was most of us at that age, if we were lucky, we knew one female. Craig's parents have not called the show very often at all. A couple of times uh, he has said on the air, hey, I'll call my mom or call my dad. And I have called them, but like most guests I attempt to call, they don't pick up. This is the thing I try to explain to Craig. People don't pick up numbers they don't know these days, especially old people. The re-bar mitzvah never happened, and it would have been great. I mean, you heard that guest list Boomer was throwing around and Craig was throwing around. Jerry Seinfeld, you know, A-list, although the second guest they mentioned was uh, the Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio. So I think it would have been a great time. Lots of dudes, no chicks, you know, just like the original bar mitzvah. The best thing about this clip is we get the drop that Eddie uses all the time of Craig's dad saying, you are ugly. You are ugly. I mean, that is tremendous.
4: Oh, yeah, that's so I gone. can't even imagine what it must have been oh, going up with Jesus. you. I mean, your poor sister and your poor brother. You're ugly. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, boom, I can't make this stuff up. I
4: know, but listen. Photography. Well, you actually and, have made it up.
5: Son, you're ugly. What's this? Photographs and memories. To right, turn it off, Eddie. Stop with your hippie ways today, right? Enough.
4: <laughs> you had no girls because you were ugly. Well, your mother said that you guys could you could have invited anybody, but you were embarrassed because oh. you only had one yeah, girlfriend. I was embarrassed. I Who was just... the one girlfriend? Uh, I, the only girl that they're probably
5: alluding to might be, uh, I don't even know, maybe Debbie Batterman. I don't know.
4: What the hell do I know? you got to let go of these memories, man. My parents lie, though. Don't you, just, don't no, you see that? No, they're not. No, they're not.
5: My dad looked me and goes, I've never seen these girls. And in his head he's going, it's probably 50 bucks a head. I ain't paid for them. See, I, I see your,
4: your siblings as two really successful people. Have yeah, you you met my you met my brother right? Yeah, I sure. know you met my sister. Before. Of course, right. I met your brother. Right, right. At Met Games, right. That's right, right. right so, right. and your brother is is extremely successful. Your yep. sister is gorgeous, although she does have a little bit of your face, you know, which makes it a little tough getting over, right? But I, I will say this: when I meet them and I met them and talk to them, <clears throat> I see kids that probably grew up very normal, uh, made it very easy on their parents. And then all of a sudden, there's you. Mike. And you yeah. were nothing but a troublemaker. Right. Nothing but like a, a, an, an anxiety you know, type of kid where your mom and dad were always worrying about what you were doing. My you mom were and dad
5: were, they were always punishing me. I did nothing why? wrong. I was yeah. a good kid. Why were they you punishing? were ugly. Yeah. I was ugly. <laughs> 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 I don't know why, but I was punished more than any kid in America. Yeah, you had nothing to do with it. It's I had not nothing. Your fault. I was a good kid, Boomer. It's I not just your got fault. punished. I don't know why I got punished because I wasn't my brother, I guess. You were ugly,
6: and I was ugly.
5: Oh, we're not going to get to the end of that one, all right? Boomer and Carton show button pusher, the Eddie Scuzzeri.
6: I have met uh, Craig's parents several times at various uh, occasions, you know, Craig's book launch and several other things, uh, and both wonderful people. At one uh, enjoyable evening, uh, I think it was at the Borgata or maybe the Mohegan, where. Uh, they joined us for dinner. So, uh, yes, I've uh, met them and spent some quality time with them. I totally believe Craig's mom. About the, uh, the story about the bar mitzvah and why there were no girls. Craig's parents actually have not called the show all that frequently. I think that was the only time when they both called in. But um, neither one has called for quite a long time. When his dad came on and said, You were ugly. You were ugly. As an explanation as to... There were no uh, girls at the uh, bar mitzvah party. I immediately grabbed that and turned it around. I think I, I was able to drop it about 90 seconds later. Probably could have done it sooner, but I was just waiting for the right time. And uh, that is actually on my instant replay uh, as a one of my permanent drops, my evergreen drops that never goes away just because it's, it's outstanding. And it will come up. You know, maybe once every two months where I get to do this. You are ugly. All
5: right, all right Dad. I'm fine. I'm ugly.
4: <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> oh, boy. The truth right. finally comes out.
5: Gary's in Brantford, Connecticut on the fan. Gary, good morning. How you doing today, kiddo?
4: Hey. Hello. Hey, Gary. What's happening? Uh, don't have your mom anymore, Craig, because she's exposing all those dirty little secrets.
5: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know why you people are all buying her word. You know, she's a bold-faced liar when it comes to my childhood. That's not true.
4: Sadly enough. No way. All right. You see it now. It's like American Pie. Your old man opens the door. You're playing the hand free triangle. <laughs> <laughs> In a dark room. I like choking the chicken. Uh,
5: I will say, that dark room, as dopey as it was... I had some very, very good moments in that dark
4: Was there padding on the walls?
5: There should have been. I can, I can tell you that. All right, Gary. Thanks for the call, buddy. All right, 877-337-6666. We're going to give away those Yankee tickets guaranteed within 10 minutes. Well, there you have it. I'm sure the next Carton Family Dinner wasn't a boring one. And that'll wrap up this Flashback Friday. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Tom Izzo, and you stay Oh, and if you did enjoy
2: this segment, please... Tell your friends! Tell your friends!
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.